0: Suddenly sees Hazrat Jibreel and he sees him in his original form. So he is taken aback by this sudden meeting and he becomes very shaken by it because it's something that's not normal. He comes home, has broken out into a fever. And he says, Zam Miloni, Zam cover me with something. So they cover him with a blanket. And then the ayat of the Quran Sharif were revealed, which were recited just now. Where Allah addressed Rasulullah Ya ayyuha al Qum قم Anzir." O you who have been covered in a blanket, قم Anzir. Now wake up. And warn, warn mankind, warn the Quraysh, starting off with the Quraysh, with those who are near and dear, and then the whole world, that to continue disobeying Allah, to continue rejecting Allah, this will lead to total destruction, destruction in this dunya, and everlasting destruction in the hereafter. So upon the revelation of these ayats, the da'wat now commenced. Now this was the beginning of the da'wat. The nubu'at had already come, but the command of da'wat had come only later with these ayat. So this was the initial instruction to Rasulullah Wasallam. but this laid the foundation for every person. Every follower of Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam till the day of Qiyamah. Every father who will have to guide his children. Every person who will have to assist his neighbors. Every person who will have to be a member of society and become one who will guide others. And this is something which is not exclusive to any one person or the other. But in this is the usool, the tartib in which this guidance will take place. So the first thing that Nabi Islam is being ordered is "umfa Anzir that warn. warn. warning is something on a negative note. Because initially the people that were being addressed were totally steeped in Kufr. There were a handful of Muslims, the rest of them were all in, steeped in Kufr. So now, if a person is running headlong into a fire so now the time when he is going headlong and at full speed, you're going to shout to him at the top of your voice that, please don't go there, you're going to destroy yourself. At that time, to try and be very, very, uh, using very diplomatic language and saying that, look, I need to talk to you very nicely and sweet. At that time, that person will already be dumped, dumped in the fire. But the person is walking on the right track, He's in the right direction, but he's crawling at a very, very slow pace. So now he will be encouraged. He will be told something that will make him build his spirits and move forward. So both these things are required. In din, there's tarheeb also. There are the warnings. There are various riwayat, various ahadith. And in fact, in the ayat of the Quran Sharif also, the various things that have been warned about jahannam, about the punishment in the hereafter, But more than that, what has been given is targheeb, encouragement. And if you find, if you look into the Quran Shari'i and the ahadith, the aspect of encouragement is far greater and much more than the aspect of warning. Warning comparatively is lesser. And every one of us, I need of this encouragement all the time. We all need this Targheeb all the time. The warnings are there, but the hope is greater than the warning. If you look into the Quran, Sharif, in the Ahadis, there are two things very, very prominent that have been given to us over and over again. The other is one is hope in such very dramatic ways, aspect of, and the other is help. And this is what we have to pass on as well. Hope and help. Many a times, let alone somebody who is unknown to us, somebody who is a stranger to us, or somebody who is just some person we know down the road, sometimes even our near and dear ones, we become the obstacle in them moving forward because of the manner in which we approach things. And we break all hope and we withhold all help. The only thing we have is a warning and a threat. And we try to make things happen by warnings and threats. But it doesn't happen like that. Especially in the Zamana and this time. The way forward is by providing hope and help. Warning and threats are counterproductive, generally. Generally, it's counter. There is a need for it, there is a place for it, there is a manner of it. But generally, this is counterproductive. What we have been given is hope and help, and we have to pass on hope and help. In the Quran Sharif, Allah wa ta'ala addresses the believers and says, Pulya ibadi yalla asrafu ala anfusihim la taqnatu min rahmatillah." Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is being ordered that address the people. Qul yaa Say, Oh my servants. Allah Ta'ala is saying, My servant, you are mine. Whatever you are, you are mine. So say to my servants, anfusihim," who have transgressed their souls. Whatever you did, but la don't become despondent of the mercy of Allah Taala. Inna Allah Allah Taala will forgive all the sins, but come back. You have only one job to do, come back. <laughs> come back, Allah Ta'ala is waiting. When was this ayat revealed? The well-known incident of Hazrat Wahshi ta'ala. Who was Hazrat Wahshi ta'ala? He was that person who, though that part of the chapter in his life got closed thereafter and completely cleaned out. But before Islam, he was responsible for the martyrdom of the uncle of Rasulullah sallallahu Hazrat Hamza رضي الله And this was one situation that really moved Nabi Really shook him Because he was very closely attached to his uncle And not just that he was martyred His body was thereafter mutilated Nabi ﷺ saw this and he was very very deeply moved And on that occasion the Sahaba say That we actually heard some sounds of crying Normally we only see the tears rolling down from his eyes But on that occasion we heard some sound of crying also he was so deeply moved. So deeply moved that years later, when Hazrat Wahshir came into Islam, said to him that if you can, please don't come in my direct gaze. It will refresh in the memories of my uncle. So deeply he was moved. But the person who was responsible for this martyrdom, Hazrat Wahshir, that little thought comes in his mind and he inquires, is there some way I can also get to know what is this deen all about. And he inquires. And one ayat after the other is now being revealed. Nabi Salaam is now giving him the encouragement. Yes, come. Who is he giving the encouragement to? The person who caused him such tremendous grief. The person who caused the martyrdom of his uncle. Saying, come. There is space for you in this deen also. And one ayat after the other is coming. He saying, but now what about this? In this ayat says that Allah will forgive a person who brings iman and does righteous actions. What I know whether I'll get a chance to do righteous actions. So many ayats come, just getting to the crux of it. Eventually this ayat comes. Say to my servants who have transgressed these souls, La taqna tu Rahmatillah. Don't become despondent of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Then he comes into Islam. He is being brought one step at a time until he finally comes in. Hope and hope was given. And he was brought in. And this encouragement is something which has very deep effect on a person. Encouraging a person. There one is one story, just a story that somebody made up for the moral. But nevertheless, there is a very good moral in it. There's two frogs were hopping along. And without realizing it, they suddenly hop straight into one pit. Deep down into the pit. It is a deep pit. Now they are trying to jump out of it. They can't come out of it. So if they don't manage to come out, it's death. So as they now trying to jump out and they croaking away, all the others heard the sound. All the other frogs came with the edge. They all looking deep down. See, both these fellows jump, have jumped inside, and now they're trying to come out. They can't come out. After a while, when the other frogs on top realize that they are, what they are doing is hopeless. There's no way they're going to come out. So they started saying to them, it about it now. There's no chance. You're not going to make it. Why are you even trying now?" There's no chance, so rather just wait for the inevitable. So these frogs are still jumping, but slowly one started losing its momentum. And after a while it just sat still, and a short while later one died. And the other one carried on jumping more and more. So now the more the other frog is still jumping, all the frogs on the top are saying to him, don't waste your time now, you're just uh, spending this energy and time and effort no avail. And this carried on for a while and suddenly this frog seemed to have gained some miraculous strength and it just suddenly jumped right out. In any case, when it jumped right out, everybody was very excited. How this happened, whatever happened, but nevertheless it's out. So they were all very happy. So now when everything was over, one frog came along to this frog that had jumped out. I said to him that It was a hopeless situation and everybody was telling you also that don't bother now. Are you killing yourself for nothing? You're killing yourself before you're going to die. Rather just wait for death. So what still made you carry on? And eventually you jumped out miraculously. So, This frog that was in the pit and jumped out said, what are you all telling me? He said, oh, everybody was telling you don't waste your time. He says, well, actually my problem is that I'm hard of hearing. I can't hear very well. I just saw everybody saying something, I thought they were encouraging me to jump out. And the more I thought they were encouraging me to jump out, I said I can't let them down. So I was trying my utmost and eventually with that, that I got to do something, everybody is standing on the top, they're encouraging me, I tried my best and I finally jumped out. So it was that frog's good fortune that he couldn't hear well. Because everybody else was saying the opposite on the top. But this is the effect of encouragement. This is the effect of a good word. This is the effect of some little good word. There have been instances where somebody just saw another person looking a little bit down and he just, in a very, very casual way, just said some things which to cheer the person up, make him feel good. And at the end of it, he carried on. But the person who was feeling down at that time later on to him that at that time when I was sitting down and just feeling in that very miserable condition I was I was actually sitting and contemplating suicide I was actually contemplating suicide and that few words of encouragement though it was very casual it was very very just in passing things said but it had such a deep effect on me at that time because I was so low and I decided that oh, this is not the thing to do. And I made toba from it. But that one word sometimes of encouragement, that one word of moving a person forward. So in this ayat, Allah wa Ta'ala is saying, Ya يُحَلْ مُدَّثِّرْ fa anzir So the first thing is warning. But together with that, as we said right at the beginning, there were only kufar to call. People who are jumping headlong in the fire. You're going to warn them, don't go into the fire. But then is a very major part of encouragement that is required. So first is anzir. But now that this inzar, this warning, this bringing to Allah Ta'ala is now going to be done. So what is going to be the way in which this is going to be done? So Allah Ta'ala, wa ta'ala says wa That you want this to be effective, you want this to be successful, you want this advice and nasiha that you are going to give to your child, to whoever is being addressed, your subordinates, your neighbors, whoever you are teaching, whatever the case is. You want this to go down in the heart of that person? Then start off by bringing the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in his heart. وَرَبَّكَ فَكَبِّرٌ Elevate the greatness of your Rabb. Express the greatness of your Rabb Allah Ta'ala is the greatest. Bring the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in the heart. When the greatness of Allah Ta'ala is in the heart, then the ahkam of Allah Ta'ala will be easy to accept. Then what Allah Ta'ala has promised, that will be real. What Allah Ta'ala has warned from, there will be real fear from that. But if the greatness of Allah Ta'ala is not in the heart, then it is very difficult. So this is the first effort to bring the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in the heart. In our hearts, in the hearts of others. The zikr of Allah Ta'ala that we make, and what is prescribed to us, that person sits down and he makes the zikr of Allah Ta'ala and repeatedly takes the name of Allah Ta'ala. This too is for the same purpose. To develop the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, to develop the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in the heart. It's Allah, Allah alone. Repeatedly is embedding it deep down in the recesses of his heart. Everything is from Allah Ta'ala. The greatness of Allah Ta'ala must settle deep down in the heart. Unfortunately, our discussions at home, with our children, with our families, general, all center around things that bring the greatness of dunya in the heart. The greatness of dunya keeps growing in the heart to the point where that becomes everything. Person makes decisions in terms of what is the dunya only. Deen, the back seat. Whereas if a person keeps the greatness of Allah in front, Allah will make deen also come right, and dunya will, will come right, and dunya will also come right. Just recently one person wrote one email, one lady from a foreign country, And suddenly, because in that, wherever it is, because of the job that the husband has, they have to have a bank account and everything must go through the bank account. And if somehow there isn't funds in some built in, the light account, whatever, there's no funds, automatically it'll go in overdraft without your permission. So that was happened. Automatically things things went into overdraft. So now she became extremely agitated by this. Very, very. uh, She was really. disturbed by this, that now we are involved in this haram, in this interest. So, and maybe this is worth mentioning as well, she is somebody who has come new into Islam, or a born Muslim. So she decided that every expense that is not of essential need must be cut off immediately. And to the extent that She went to the extent of cutting off all the internet connections and everything. That all this is going to cost money also. And at the moment we are involved in riba. We are involved in interest. So nothing is going to, nothing beyond the essentials. And she started making a lot of dua. Ya Allah, get us out of this. We are presently under the shadow of your wrath. So when this dua started getting made, two things happened. One is, the company suddenly had some extra overtime job for which now the husband was working for the company. And there are certain limits which within that you can't even refuse to do the overnight job, the overtime job. But it gets paid very well. So now suddenly this overtime job came. And the second thing happened, somebody knocked into their car. It was a very superficial knock. But that person said, look, I don't want to whatever he, his insurance or something, I don't want to go through all that, because that will have its own repercussions. So he offered to compensate it in cash. So these two things in a very short time, suddenly the whole issue was settled, all the backlog was paid up, and they got out of riba. But what he took, it was first the greatness of Allah Ta'ala. That Allah Ta'ala's command now is being broken. So that is a very major thing. But that major thing was felt when the greatness of Allah Ta'ala was there. Otherwise, it's one of those things, what's serious about it? Nothing major. But that moved her. When that moved her, she did what was in her capacity, Allah Ta'ala opened the way out. From the unseen, these situations came up. Suddenly now there's overtime work left, available, at a very good uh, extra wage. And somebody suddenly decides to knock into the car, which doesn't even require to be really repaired. And the person now compensates in cash. And everything is taken care of. But this starts off from the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in the heart. So, وَرَبَّكَ فَكَبِّرُ Allah Ta'ala says, وَرَبَّكَ فَكَبِّرُ The greatness of Allah Ta'ala. So our discussions also, everything with the greatness of Allah Ta'ala. As a little child, before his mother would give him food, she would say to him, you go and make two namaz, and then ask Allah Ta'ala for food. And then you go and open that cupboard, Allah Ta'ala will send the food for you. She's training the child, that your attention must be towards Allah Ta'ala. And every time now it's time for food, the child would go, young child, he would make his two namaz, beg Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, you are the provider, you grant me food and sustenance, and then he would go, his mother would keep the food beforehand, in that cupboard and then he would open it and take it one day it happened that she had to go to some for some need to the neighbor or something and by that time the child had already come home from wherever it was time for his food so the mother got delayed and he in the meantime was hungry he performed his Thurakas Namaz and he went and he opened the same cupboard and the food was there he took the food and ate it in the meantime, the mother is frantic that my son's yaqeen is going to be spoiled today. So she finally comes rushing home. She sees the child very comfortable. So she asks him, did you eat? So he says, yes, I ate. And today the, the taste in the food was unique. It was unlike ever before. So she immediately realized and kept quiet about it. that Allah Ta'ala provided for this child because he was really now linked up to Allah Ta'ala. The greatness of Allah Ta'ala was embedded. So, وَرَبَّكَ فَكَبِّرٌ So this is a constant effort. This is not something that will happen with one statement we make. But this is an ongoing thing for ourselves, for our families, to keep bringing the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in the heart. Linking ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. Everything Allah Ta'ala has done. And everything will happen with the will of Allah Ta'ala. And keep bringing the attention of our children in that direction as well. So, وَرَبَّكَ فَكَبِّرٌ then Allah Ta'ala says fatahir, fatahir." Allah's Nabi Wasallam is being addressed that keep your clothing pure not that it is impure, it is pure continue keeping it pure but clothing is what is being referred, what is being mentioned but the message, Nabi is being addressed, the message is for the Mankind till the day of Qiyamats. What is being mentioned is clothing, but if the clothing which is on the outside, and which is removable, which is something which is very, it's just secondary, if that has to be kept pure, if the outside has to be kept pure, what about the inside? That to a greater extent has to be kept pure. So for this Inzar, for this masiha. For this advice that we will give to our children, to our families, to anybody and everyone, for that to have its effect, we too have to keep purifying ourselves. Allah was of the highest level of purity. He is being addressed as a message to his followers, to the ummah. That if your clothing needs to be pure, what about your inside? So the inside needs to be purified to the greater extent. The extent that we will keep purifying ourselves, for this we keep requiring to be making istighfar. Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Himself is saying, The Ma'asum Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, Wallahi, Inni la astaghfirullah fil yomi akthara min sabina marratan. Inni la astaghfirullah fil yomi akthara min sabina marratan. That I make istighfar more than 70 times daily. More than 70 times. The Sahaba, in fact, say sometimes in one gathering, a gathering a sitting, somebody is asking something. Nabi is uh, saying something. There's some uh, little moments of silence in between. In those gatherings, we would sometimes count a hundred times istighfar in one gathering. Who's making istighfar? The ma'asum nabi of Allah. Ta'ala. So, what about us where we are all the time being affected by the environment? What we are, our eyes are getting soiled in, our ears being soiled in, the things we are speaking, what is going through our hearts and minds, how much of istighfar we need to make, to keep washing off, because this darkness that settles in the heart, if this doesn't get washed off, it then starts accumulating, then it becomes a very thick layer of darkness, and then after a while, Allah forbid, then it leaves, it becomes so thick that the light can't penetrate, but a person keeps washing it off, then inshallah he will keep the light coming in. So istighfar, with, with earnestness, like a person, now suddenly, maybe he just walked into the masjid, and uh, it's his coming state is his nikah. And now suddenly as he jumped out of the car, something happened, his kurta got dirty. Now he has to come and say, oh, yeah, his nikah is going to be performed. So he came to the tap first now to wash it, he is not going to be washing it casually. He's going to put his heart and soul in trying to wash it. Now my nikah is on now. and Now I hope this thing gets cleaned out. So that nikah, where he will then be meeting his wife, he wants to come so clean. And we want to meet Allah. Ta'ala. So what kind of heart we want to meet Allah Ta'ala with? Suddenly that could come. We could suddenly end up meeting Allah. Ta'ala. We want to go in a manner that we are clean or we want to go just anyhow. So constantly istighfar, repeatedly making istighfar and washing off with that same earnestness. That how can this heart be cleaned of all the impurities, all the dirt, all the filth? So Nabi Islam is being given this lesson. He is being addressed, but the message is for us. And then we're رُجْزَ Continue keeping away from all the idols. Allah's Nabi was the furthest away from every idol. And he was the fountainhead of Tawheed. But we are being told, that make sure there are no idols. Now idols, one is an idol outside. Somebody, Allah forbid, is bowing down to some tree, and somebody to some cow, and somebody to some stone, and whatever else. Allah ta'ala has saved us from that. Alhamdulillah. Summa alhamdulillah. But sometimes there are idols lurking within. There are idols lurking within us. For somebody, wealth becomes an idol. Day and night, everything revolves around wealth. Whether the person will perform his salah with jama'ah or no will depend upon wealth. If the wealth demands at that time, miss your salah with jama'a will miss it. If the wealth demands it, miss make qaza of the salah. It shall begin later. And if the wealth has become so overwhelming that namaz doesn't even come to mind, it won't come to mind. So now wealth has become an idol. For somebody, sport has become an idol. For somebody, his mobile device maybe has become an idol. Now, whatever happens on that, whatever he is doing, whatever he is looking at, whatever he is spending his time in, makes no difference. But he can't do without it. Whereas that is a test of love. Allah Ta'ala has commanded us that Say to the believing men they must lower their gazes and protect their private parts. protect their chastity. Now that's a command of Allah. Ta'ala. Now the person is his love is being tested for Allah Ta'ala. That where does he look now? Allah Ta'ala's command is don't look. And Shaitan is saying, look. Nafs is saying, look. That there's nobody else here, everything is all closed. Doors are closed, windows are closed, you could close the curtains also. So what's the problem? Nafs and Shaitan are saying, go ahead. So that idol from Mudan is also a person, go ahead. But when the love of Allah Ta'ala is greatest, then the person says, nobody is here but Allah is watching. Allah Ta'ala is watching. Alam bi anna Allah yara. Does he not know that Allah is watching? Wama Sudur. He knows what is the deception of the eye, and what the heart is concealing. Allah Taala is all-knowing. So, to take off these idols, that, that temptation doesn't become the god. Allah Taala says, have you seen that person, who has made his desires his deity? The desires becomes an idol. So now, this person will not give in to that. If his life goes, his life goes for Allah. I gave my life for Allah. تعالی. When there's love, when there's true love, then he doesn't think about what is going to be the end result. At the Ibrahim the option was to now either listen to Namrud or jump in the fire. So he accepted, if I have to jump in the fire, whatever the end result is, that is between whatever Allah Ta'ala wills. But for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, I will do whatever Allah Ta'ala has commanded only, nothing else. Any tension, any kind of distraction, nothing that can be allowed to come in the way. Whatever the command of Allah Ta'ala is, that must remain. So these idols were Rujza fahjur, to forsake all the idols of mudhan. So these idols, sometimes sport, sometimes wealth, sometimes other things, sometimes all the distractions and attractions and the glitter and glamour of the world. The na'mas of the world, halal na'mas Allah has blessed. Somebody would, that's a na'mat. He will make shukar, he will use it in the correct manner. But to misuse the na'mas of Allah, Ta'ala and to engage in that which Allah has forbidden, this is now making it a deity. This is now that idol from within that needs to be removed. So in these few ayat, this is the lesson that we have been given, that this is our duty, this is our responsibility. We have to bring this within ourselves, we have to warn and encourage ourselves also. We have to be encouraging one another. And for that we have to bring the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in our heart by remembering Allah Ta'ala excessively, speaking about the greatness of Allah Ta'ala, speaking about the Qudrat of Allah Ta'ala. We often get very fascinated with the technology with the things that people have put together, with the intelligence that Allah Ta'ala gave. And we get very fascinated over it, that this little chip, and the small little flash drive, and it's got so many gigs. But have you thought of the brain? What is in the brain? What Allah has put in the brain? That Allah Ta'ala put such uh, intelligence in that brain and mind, that that intelligence made this little flash drive. So we became so fascinated over that flash drive, but nothing flashed in the mind about what is the mind all about. And those hands and fingers that put that flash drive together, who created those fingers? Just take the elbow away. Take the elbows away from both hands. And now try and continue with day-to-day life. From the first moment in the morning, a person will be already in problems. Right from the first moment in the moment he wakes up, he'll already be in problems. Take just the elbows away. Everything else in place. Allah Ta'ala blessed us with all this. So think about it. To surround and think, Subhanallah, what Qudrat of Allah Ta'ala. This eye, what a Qudrat, Subhanallah. What about my hearing? These little organs of ears Allah Ta'ala has given. And from where it can hear us, the sounds coming, can distinguish between different voices. Hundreds of people will have each one has got his own voice and this ear is distinguishing that this is my father this is my child's voice this is my mother this is my wife this is somebody else whoever it is the ear is making those distinctions subhanallah what what is in this that it can make all these distinctions this is the qudrat of allah wa ta'ala to ponder over this to think about it to surround and appreciate these favors of allah ta'ala to look at the sky and to ponder over the creation of allah ta'ala in fact, in the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, in which Nabi ﷺ used to recite, at the time of tahajjud, when he would wake up. And as soon as he awoke, after having recited the dua for waking up, at the time of tahajjud now, he's waking up, his day is starting. إِنَّ In the creation of the heavens and the earth, an alternating of the night and day, are signs for people of intelligence. يَذْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ وَعَلَىٰ جُنُوبِهِمْ Those who remember Allah Ta'ala standing, sitting, reclining, And they ponder over the creation of the heavens and the earth. They look at it and they wonder and they ponder. Subhanallah, this vast sky Allah Ta'ala has created being held up without a single pillar. This earth, how it has been spread. The vegetation that grows from it. The fruit that comes from it. And all the other various things Allah ta'ala has created. So, by thinking about this, by pondering over it, by discussing it, speaking about it, speaking about the greatness of Allah, ta'ala, to embed this greatness of Allah ta'ala in our hearts, in the hearts of our children, families, in the hearts of one and all, and to keep purifying ourselves, keep cleansing ourselves from all the outward purities, the inward purities as well. In this way, inshallah, we will also gain the true love of Allah, wa ta'ala, and we too will become. The very close servants of Allah Taala, and others also, our children, our families, others around us will also be helped. We will be able to help one another to get closer to Allah Taala. May Allah Taala give us the taufiq. Wa akhiru da'wana hamdulillahi rabbil alamin.
1: In the name of the Lord, الله Lord is the one who 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 is the Jazallahu anna nabiyyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahluh. La ilaha illallah, 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 la La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasoolullah sallallahu wa ta'ala alayhi wa sallam Ho jaye mehra dillik meydanehu Tohito ho, tohito ho, tohito ho رے سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر نظر دیکھوں جیدر اور میرے تن نفس و شیطہ دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہمیں تیری پناہ خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار تو بھی مگر غفار Abdullah, the Lord of the land, the Lord of the land, the Lord of Inna Allah la ilaha illa Allah la Allah inna la la محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم. الله الله جل جلاله عمن وانه. Allah, 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 Allah keesap yara naam hai, aashiqo ka mina aur jam hai. Allah, Allah keesap yara naam hai, aashiqo ka mina aur jam hai. Ah, raaz asma hamdam na bood raaz-e khuda me haram na bood aah raaz asma hamdam na bood raaz-e khuda me haram na bood bandara Ruswamakun makun gar man sirman peda makun اِلَهِ اِهِ بَنْدَرَا رُسْوَا مَكُنْ
0: دَرْبَدَمًا
1: سِرَّ مَنْ پَیْدَا مَكُنْ ہر تمنہ دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آجا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی ہر تمنہ دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آجا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی مٹا دے اپنی ہستی کو 14sani basti ko allah 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 Allah. Allah, الله Allah, Allah, لا إله إلا الله محمد Allah, الله Allah, الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم اللهم لك الحمد كله Allah, الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثنا عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك. Jazallahu anna nabiyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu. Rabbana
0: ظلمna anfusana wa illam tachfir lana wa tachhamna lenakunan minal khasirin. Rabbi ghfir wa arham wa arfu wa takaram wa tajawaz amma ta'lam inna ka anta akram. Allahumma thabitna ala al-eman wa amitna ala al-eman. واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة
1: أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا واكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتبفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا
0: ما وعدتنا على رسولك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة انك لا تخلف الميعاد إله العالمين يا الله ہمارے تمام گناہوں کو معاف فرما کہ اللہ ہم بڑے گنہگار ہیں بڑا خطر خطرناک گنہگار ہے یا اللہ إله العالمين يا الله دن رات گناہوں میں یا اللہ Ya Allah din guzar diyal. Allah, Father, the world's self and Hahater of God has given me submission for his Allah, forgive all of the media and minor sins, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the sins of the night, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the sins of the day, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the sins we have committed deliberately, ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the sins we have committed mistakenly, ya Allah. Allah, purify us from all wrong that we have done, ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify ya Wahats, ya Allah. Ya Allah, fillahuоло Would with Your Love, ya Allah. Ya Allah, fillahu sallallahu Will Sei 228,從 Lord 얘기를 SmellsUna Zahi Kurs~~ Ya Allah, fillahu month쪽 love of deen ya allah yalla fill our hearts with the love of the effort of deen ya allah ilahul alamin remove all the evils from our hearts ya allah purify our hearts from all the fitna and fasadiya allah ya allah purify our hearts from all the nudity and immorality ya allah ya allah purify our hearts from all the shamelessness ya allah ilahul alamin yalla, remove all the evil qualities from our hearts ya allah remove the pride and arrogance from our hearts ya allah ilahul alamin ya remove the miserliness from our hearts ya allah remove all the evils from our hearts ya allah fill our hearts with tawa and humility ya allah fill our hearts with compassion and kindness ya allah fill our hearts with forgiveness ya allah alamin keep us steadfast on sirat and mustaqim ya allah ya save us from all the fitnah and fasad ya allah ya forgive us and save us ya allah ya forgive the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya save the entire ummah ya allah alamin save the youth of the ummah ya allah allah save the women of the ummah ya allah save the men of the ummah ya allah alamin without your protection we can't be saved ya allah ya allah we cannot protect ourselves to the bliss Think of an island, Ya Allah. Allah. In every moment of our life, keep us in our protection, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah, Allah. Ya Allah, you keep our hearts protected, Ya Allah. Protect our eyes, Ya Allah. Protect our ears, Ya Allah. Protect our tongues, Ya Allah. Protect our hands and feet, Ya Allah. Protect our hearts, Ya Allah. al-Alam, ya Allah. Grant us the tawfiq of following the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Yalla grant us the love of the Sunnah, ya Allah. Ya Allah put the hatred of the ways of Yahud Sarah in our hearts, Ya Allah. Yallah put the love of the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in our hearts, Ya Allah. Illahu la Let us live such a life that your Mubarak your nabi's Mubarak heart becomes happy, Ya Allah. Illahu on the day of Qiyamah, you'll be happy. To see us, ya Allah, Ilahul <inaudible> let it not be that on the day of Qiyamah. His grief to see us, ya Allah, and on that day he mustn't chase us away, ya Allah. Ya Allah, if he chases us away on that day, who can save us, ya Allah? al-alamin, ya Allah, let us live such a life, ya Allah, ya Allah, that you become happy, ya Allah. The Nabī Islām's heart is pleased, ya Allah. Ilahul alamin <inaudible> we have caused too much of the to the Mubarak heart of Rasulullah sallallahu wa Ya Allah, forgive us this great crime, ya Allah. Ya Allah, purify us from this crime, ya Allah. Ilahul <inaudible> ya Allah, give us a topic of doing all that will please you, ya Allah. Ya Allah save us from all the disobedience ya Allah Ilahul Alamin ya Allah, keep us with iman ya Allah Allah'a take us with iman ya Allah raise us on the day of qiyamah to iman ya Ilahul Allah. Alamin ya Allah at the time of death take us with the kalima la ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Ilahul Alamin ya take us on tawbatun and ya Allah take us on iman e kamil ya Allah take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya Allah Ilahul Alamin make our graves gardens of jannah for si Allah ya Allah grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ya Allah, Give us Jannatul for those without any reckoning. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, all those who have passed away from our families and throughout the Ummad Ilahul Aalamin, Ya Allah, make their complete makhfirat Ya Allah, Ya Allah, make their graves gardens of Jannah for them. Ya Allah, Ilahul Aalamin, give them the high stages in the Akhirat. Ya Allah, Ilahul Aalamin, Ya Allah, those of our parents who are alive, Ya Allah, give them birkat in their lives, birkat in their health. Ya Allah, Ilahul Aalamin, give us a taufiq of serving them and being obedient to them. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, let us gain Jannat out of service to them. Ya Allah, Ilahul Aalamin, those of our parents who have passed away, Ya Allah, fill their graves with nur. Ya Allah, make their complete lead maghfirat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, give them the highest stages in Allah. Ilahu alamin ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifa kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ilahul all those who are in financial difficulties, remove their hardships and difficulties, ya Allah. Ya Allah, those who are without jobs and businesses, ya Allah, give them halal, rizq, ya Allah. Ya Allah, open the ways out for them, ya Allah. ya Allah, whatever, ya Allah, pious desires and righteous aspirations anybody has, ya Allah, all those who are gathered have, ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, ya Allah, fulfill all the pious aspirations, ya Allah. Allah, ilahul alemin, ya Allah, those Ya Allah, who have any difficulties and hardships Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, remove all the difficulties and hardships Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all the difficulties throughout the ummah Ya Allah, Ya Allah, wherever the ummah is suffering oppression, remove the oppression from them Ya Allah. Ya Allah, wherever they are starving, give them food to eat Ya Allah. Ya Allah, wherever they, they are without clothes, give them clothes to wear Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the difficulties from the ummah Ya Allah. Ilahul gloin Ya Allah, unite the hearts of the ummah Ya Allah. Ya Allah, unite the hearts of the ummah ya, ya Allah. all the good that Rasulullah s.a.w. asked for Ya Allah, we are all also Asking for all the good Ya Allah. Yalla, whatever Nabi Islam sought refuge from Ya Allah, we are also seeking refuge from that, Ya Allah. Grant us the best of this world and the best of the Akhirat, Ya Allah. Yalla, all the work of Deen that is taking place, accept it, Ya Allah. Accept all the efforts of Deen that are taking place, Ya Allah. accept the efforts of Daris and Makati, Ya Allah. Accept the efforts of the Khankaz, Ya Allah, accept the effort of Dawat and Tabligh, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, wherever the jama's are making an effort, accept it, Ya Allah. Accept all the that are taking place, Ya Allah. The that is to take place, accept it, Ya Allah. Make it a of hiday for the entire mankind, ya Allah, ilahul alamin ya Allah, make it a means of our hiday ya Allah, Allah ilahul alamin ya Allah, grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, ya Allah, Rabbana taqabbal minna, innaka enta saniyul alaleem, wa tuba alayna ya maulana, innaka enta tawabur raheem, wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi yidina muhammadi wa alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in, subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifoon, wa salamun ala musarina mursaleen